0: Brett's grandpa is the best dancer.
1: Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies that we loved in our youth and see if they're still any good. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Brett.
2: I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Am I in this?
0: And that's Bryce.
3: So the way you, you brought us in there, Nick, sounded like you were surprised we made it to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> another episode.
0: Well, well it is a marathon day.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're doing a shotgun marathon recording um, because we're all getting married and traveling the world and doing weird well, stuff. But we're not and all getting well, married. <laughs> Some of us very recently (laughs) were married, and some others of us are traveling. And
0: Actually, yeah, pretty much two people got married, and the other three are all going to be in Europe, slash already
2: in Europe, but in all different different countries. And at different times. Yeah.
1: So I hope you guys really enjoy this podcast, because it's taken a little extra work to get us all together in the same time, not at all in the same time zone, but yeah. Still, we enjoy it. This is
3: a group of people who, on different days at any time, all have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, we're going to watch the uh, classic film from 1989, Honey, comma, I Shrunk the Kids.
2: 89? One year after I was born. Wow. The year I was born. Wow. Am I the baby of the podcast? Yeah,
1: I think You're
3: you, you
2: are. Aww. I've never been the baby. You
1: remind me of the baby. What babe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a baby in this movie. There's not a baby until later. There's a baby, and the then Rick one. Moranis blows it up.
2: Nobody else continued the song. You have all failed us. Well, you <laughs> I thought that's we were true. talking
1: about the trunked slash blowed up movie series. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that was always Nick. like
1: the most unfortunate phrasing. Like you blew up the baby. Like, you don't go to your wife and say, I blew up the baby. Like, like you can say, I enlarged the baby. You can say, remember how I oh have God. this.
2: Oh, God. Oh, no, don't, don't say that. that. No, no, no. That's so no, much no. worse.
1: I
3: don't
0: know. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. All bad. The,
3: the baby had massive gains.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also like to imagine that there was definitely a group of people at a studio at some point talking about this script going, shrunk? Shrink. Shrink? Shrunk? Shr shrinked? Shrink. I'm pretty sure there was a conversation like that.
0: Yeah. Which one? I was just I was just looking at the cover art and it reminded me of uh did you guys remember the Disneyland Bride?
1: Oh yeah.
3: Oh
0: yeah. it sucks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that they that they replaced with the much much better and older Michael Jackson space experience.
0: No, now Which it's they Star then, Wars. Yeah, they then replaced with Star Wars.
3: So just I think really? it's just going getting better and better there. Weird. Yeah,
0: it's. It's not really a ride anymore. It's just, hey, watch some Star Wars clips. So they have kind Star cool Tours
1: and a separate Star Wars movie experience?
0: Oh, Disneyland yeah. is like full-blown Star Wars shit now, like everywhere. Yeah. Oh.
3: I mean, to be fair, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids ride wasn't much of a ride. Uh-uh. It, was, it was a theater where underneath the seats there was a little piece yeah.
1: of plastic tubing that would slap your legs. Well, it's
2: like yeah, the it's Shrek like ride. The,
1: or the, the Muppet thing in California Adventure. Yeah. It's a 4D movie
2: yeah. I haven't done that.
1: The Muppet Oh, thing? really?
2: That, well, yeah, what?
1: Oh, I That's love that.
2: California adventure. Yeah.
1: Basically, oh you're in the Muppet theater from The Muppet Show. Statler Wait, and Waldorf still... have a balcony seat. I think there was some conversation about them shutting it down that made me very sad. I don't know if yeah, it's gone or if it's still if it there. it is or
0: not.
2: But it was right next to the Monsters, Inc., ride, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know... I know where it is. I just, I don't remember that it was there. It if was actually pretty fun. If you haven't done it,
1: and if it still exists, you gotta do it. It's the closest you'll ever okay. be to being in the Muppet Theater. But we're talking about Honey, I Done Shrunk Our Kids um, from 1989. <laughs> this is our
3: Honey, second- Honey,
0: exploded from the inside.
3: It had to be Shrunk the Kids, because if it was if it was like, Shrink the Kids- that's like premeditated child shrinking. Like, honey, I shrink the kids. And you're like, oh, wait, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I shrink
1: this. your kids, Jake. It's like a Russian mobster threat.
3: Or, or like, like grew,
0: I, I guess.
1: <laughs> I took the kids to a psychiatrist. Honey, I shrinked the kids.
0: Uh, <laughs> maybe.
1: So this is the second movie from Joe Johnston that we've done. If you remember, we did Jumanji uh, a few episodes back. And Quite a few.
0: Jumanji think, was like our yeah, first. A while
1: ago. Mm-hmm.
0: It was not our second first. or first episode. Is our second released? I think it was, think it was our
2: no. no it, was, it was second episode. I it think. was second oh, released, really? but
0: three look or four who's recorded. Wrong. Mister Wrong, all the time. Whoa, look who's Number two.
1: Wrong every <laughs> single time. <laughs> yep. And I think we all agreed at the time that we generally enjoy Joe Johnston. This is the guy who brought us uh, the Rocketeer. Um, oh. Of course, Jumanji, October Sky. The first Captain America movie. I thought you America hated movie. Jumanji.
0: I thought you were not
2: a fan.
1: I was not a fan of Jumanji. I thought it was okay. Okay, um, okay. but everything Did you just else. Just say like...
2: Giamanji.
1: <laughs> Paul Giamanji.
0: <laughs> I hate I Giamanji. He's just okay. <laughs> he could do better.
1: If they put Paul Giamanji in Jumanji instead of Robin Williams, that, <laughs> that, would that be or great. Nick's just a,
0: pronouncing it the Italian way. Oh, you know the movie Giamanji. <laughs>
1: That's Italian for, did you eat that,
0: Eh, Oh, no. Uh, And,
1: you know, I even really enjoyed Jurassic Park 3. I I thought it was pretty good. But, of course, our our big star here in this movie is Rick Moranis. Um, In fact, when I looked this up on IMDb, there were only two actor names that I recognized. Rick Moranis and Matt Frewer, uh, which many people remember as Max Hedroom. Um, more recently, he was in Falling Skies. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's not one of the huge names. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the real conversation here, I think, is about Rick Moranis. Like this is very much a Rick Moranis movie, if not the Rick Moranis movie.
0: Definitely,
2: I I have to admit, I have a really hard time saying Rick Moranis <laughs> instead of instead of Rick Moranistan. And if you are a fan of Cred Bumps and his Nasty Jams album, you will. Totally get what I mean.
0: Are you a good rapper if you just change words to suit you? (laughs) Um,
3: Does that
2: make you a good rapper? rapper?
3: I feel like that makes the best rapper. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny.
2: You, You need to listen to this album. It will change your life.
3: I think we've played it for you guys and you hated it. You absolutely hated it.
2: No, I didn't
0: hate it. I was just like, yeah. I was like, what is this thing? Go look it up, Crab
1: bumps. It's great. So, yeah, Rick Moranis was one of the original cast members of uh, SCTV, the Second City Television, the sketch comedy group from Canada, way back in 1980. Um, and then they imported him to be on Saturday Night Live in 1983. And he turned a Second City sketch into his first big movie uh, called Strange Brew in 1983.
0: Wasn't the, that before he went to Saturday Night Live, the movie? Strange no. Brew?
1: Well, he started Saturday Night Live in 83 and Strange Brew came out in the same year. So oh, maybe okay. they shot it the year before. Before. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. Um, and from there, he was often running on this awesome movie career. We had the next year was Ghostbusters. The next year was Brewster's Millions. The next year was one of my ultimate favorite movies, Little Shop of Horrors, the, the remake of Little oh, Shop of Horrors.
2: Yeah. Um, Which we should totally do for our podcast. Oh, that yeah. one's tough
1: because I will fucking fight you. Like, that movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> like, if anything, if anybody says anything bad about Little Shop, then Uh, this thing that we have is over. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, I've never heard anything bad about it, but it's literally been decades since I've seen it. So
1: I would love to watch it with you guys, but I don't know. I'll accept no criticism.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Your
0: opinion is wrong. Uh, It would be hard for me to watch that movie unbiased because I was in the play in high school. And so...
1: You were one of the, the chorus?
0: I'm one of the doo girls, yeah. yeah. It was an interesting experience. Also, I don't know if you know that it, like, it, that that remake of it ends differently than the original ending.
1: And they actually shot a version in the Rick Marinus version. They shot a version of the end where everybody dies, and then they oh, reshot really? a happy ending. Yeah. Did you know anyway, that... we're
0: not watching that movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you know the, uh, the guy in the original movie was Jack Nicholson?
0: Yes, what? Very, yep.
1: very young Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. So yeah, Little Shop in 86 Spaceballs in 87 And then of course Ghostbusters 2 in 89 And I, I think most of us know the story There wasn't much that Rick Moranis has done after Flintstones And Little Giants in 1994 He's done a few things And he's done a handful of, of, of Voice work But basically Rick yeah. Moranis has, has quit the biz And we haven't seen him for many years And if you're listening, Rick, we miss you. Come back. Do some movies.
0: <laughs> well, he just wrote a book, actually.
1: Oh, did he? Okay. Um,
0: yeah, that came out not too long ago. And I think we talked about the Rick Moranis story uh, when we did Ghostbusters. I okay. feel like yes. I talked about this a bit, uh, how he quit to take care of his kids because his wife died, Yeah, which is very n- noble.
1: Yeah, it's it's a touching story. It's the right thing for him to have done. You know, it's we, we still kind of miss him because there's... I think there's so much more we could get from him. And even but now. But I believe
0: he never stopped doing radio work, though. I think he continued doing that.
1: And if you look at his IMDb page, there's a lot of animation voice work. So yeah. I guess he does that as well. Um, so yeah, this is kind of, a I think, a perfect role for Rick Moranis, the the nerdy little scientist guy with with a very good heart, you know? Yeah, I, I have very pleasant memories of this movie. And I think, yeah, Rick Moranis is, is just the, the cornerstone of the experience here. Yeah, I think that's all I'm
3: expecting out of this movie is just lots of Rick Moranis golden screen time.
2: And Phil Tippett things. Oh, interesting. So Phil I,
1: Tippett is responsible for all this, the visual I effects? I
2: thought so. I hope don't, I'm not wrong. Don't speak wrong.
1: with such self-doubt. I, I believe you. I didn't do that part of okay. the research.
2: Internet,
0: tell us if we're wrong.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I vaguely remember this him talking about it in a, a speech that I heard of Phil Tippett.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I think there's a lot of wish fulfillment fantasy in this idea of being, you know, it's almost like some of the stuff in Ant-Man where you get to be... In this tiny macroscopic world, and
0: is this your uh, your secret fetish? You want to be, <laughs> you want to be tiny?
1: <laughs> Go check out some
3: insects. Is, is like a like a vor thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Oh. I just want to be swallowed, you guys.
0: Oh God. <laughs> Ugh.
3: So, did you guys see that Phil Tippett's got a v- augmented reality board game that what? he's that's he's making?
1: Interesting. What is that? What's, what's it's the hardware? Basically,
3: it's basically the like it's it looks like cell phone is the hardware and okay. uh it looks like the uh the Star Wars uh 3D chess but uh, it's a, but a board game. Oh, it that's it looks cool. so cool if you get the chance check it out. So
1: do you have to wear like a Gear VR or card Google cardboard sort of thing? Yeah, I think it was a, like a Google cardboard thing but okay. Yeah, I'd like to try that. I haven't really seen any augmented reality that rocks my world but I think there's some potential there. So, what are you guys expecting here? I I have pretty fond memories of this movie, but it has been a very long time. Um, you know, I don't know if the visual effects are going to hold up
0: to a modern viewing. That's the um, thing I'm worried about. Yeah. Definitely. I, I don't think they're going to hold up at all, <laughs> to be honest.
2: You have some No worries. way.
0: Yeah. I mean... I rem- would you say 89? Like, there's no way <laughs> these could be good visuals. Also, effect.
2: I remember them being cheesy as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Which is oh, not yeah. a good uh, sign. I
3: have no memories of it. And so it's like, I wonder if it's going to be uh, like really shittily green screen stuff or if it's going to be uh, like walking around a giant size set, which could be cool.
0: No, uh, you know, like- I think there's a lot of set stuff, though. Wasn't the Cheerios like an yeah. actual thing?
2: I remember the Cheerios and I remember most specifically the giant ant. Oh yeah. And it looked, I think it was stop motion comped in and it like the ant didn't look like an ant to me. And like, I remember not caring for that. They looked kind of plasticky. Yeah. Also it kind of, it reminded me as a kid of Gumby, which really scared the crap out of me. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Gumby is weird.
1: That is Gumby.
2: I don't like Gumby.
0: It's not natural.
2: He shouldn't be able to like dissolve and shit. That's so weird. Well, it was the colors of the set in Gumby. It's like this little clay character is like in hell. Like just, it's horrifying.
0: <laughs> Sam was afraid of bad set design, even as a child.
1: <laughs> no, did you guys see Eddie Murphy's Gumby on Saturday Night Live? No. No. Uh, I thought you guys might be a little too young for that. That's worth looking up. Eddie Murphy as Gumby on Saturday Night Live is some fantastic shit.
0: That sounds that's horrifying. That that sounds also, awesome. do you remember
1: Eddie Murphy as Buckwheat from The Little Rascals? No. No.
0: Oh my god! I just googled it, and the image of him in a Gumby outfit is pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some of that old SNL stuff was pretty fantastic.
0: So, would you call that green face? <laughs> It's like, face is all green
1: This is the tangentiest episode we've ever done Hey Brett, you you brought Honey, I Shrunk the Kids to the table What do you think is going to be in this movie?
3: My memories of this movie are mostly positive But also, uh, I said that pluralized I think I've only seen it once But I remember it being (laughs) like an enjoyable childhood experience experience but like i said i just want to see rick moranis in a movie and uh this is this is one of a few opportunities to do so so i'm i'm looking forward to it so we're basically just
1: watching this because we all miss rick moranis (laughs) yes what do you think sam
2: i did not like this movie as a kid
1: oh interesting
2: yeah I remember watching it. I rewatched it more than once for some reason, but I remember not liking it, and I didn't like like how stressful it was as a kid. Like,
1: I don't like <laughs> movies with danger or peril.
2: No, I'm fine with danger and peril, but theirs was like really stressful for some reason. I think it was because like. Like, they couldn't communicate, you know, to mm-hmm. their parents. Oh, yeah. And that, I didn't like that. Was I that, like, a personal fear for you? <laughs> You're like, I, oh, God. I don't know. Um, I think that just added to the stress. And, like, I didn't like the bugs. I mean, I also grew at a, up at a lake where, like, literally scorpions and ants would break into my house all the time. So, oh, God. There was the that. threat is real. Yeah, it was scorpions cool. would but
1: break into your house. <laughs> they Did
3: they lock Jimmy up the up and lock? leave?
2: Like they twice didn't.
3: a week, you'd come back and there'd be shattered glass by the door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, so here's why you say break in because our house was built on a slope. And we had a basement. And in the basement, there was a door that you could open up. Your
0: basement was full of scorpions? Yes. (laughs) like a horror horror
2: movie. And and when you opened up this door in the basement, you could see the dirt under the house. And they crawl from under the dirt and like out of the door into the basement. And that was our play area as a kid. So, (laughs) anyway. Anyway.
1: I think we're learning a lot about your parents. Yeah, Go play in the scorpion room.
2: (laughs) They got to learn to survive somehow, Jim. Hey, okay. Get them down there. (laughs) I guess when you say basement, that makes it sound really awful. It was actually a pretty badass basement. And it was like the size of our whole house. And it was like carpeted and painted and had pretty lights (laughs) and like had all of our toys down there. So it was pretty badass.
1: But, you know, now that I think about it, I always thought... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids seemed like kind of a bad thing to say to your spouse, but even worse than that is, Honey, I put the kids into the scorpion-filled basement. (laughs) That's kind of a bad thing to say.
2: (laughs) That's where we spent our whole summer. Um, Indoors, locked indoors. (laughs) Well, it's like blisteringly hot outside, so, you know. Anyway, anyway, I don't know if I will like this movie... I think I'll enjoy it more now, but I think I am a harsher critic than most because I didn't like it as a kid. I think I'm
0: going to enjoy this movie, but I don't know that I think it will hold up. Mm. I definitely don't think the graphics will, but I don't know. I mean, hopefully I'll be surprised. Um, I think, like you said, my biggest hope is to just be Moranist away into happiness.
1: <laughs> Come Moranis me. What do you think, Bryce?
3: Yeah, I mean, we've been doing a lot of Pixar movies. Uh, we just watched one the other day. And, uh, you know, I remember at this time there was, uh, I think DreamWorks was doing one. It was called Ants that was competing with this. And uh, I think I remember liking this one better, but we'll have to see. It's been, uh, it's been a long time.
1: So we're going to rewatch <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Which I believe is not on your Netflixes and Hulu's, uh, but can be found on your online rental services. So we're gonna rewatch it and see how we feel.
0: Hope it makes you feel good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: boom! 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 Boom!
1: So we just watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And now I'm very curious. I have to look up. Was that actually Danny Elfman music?
0: Oh, it did feel very Danny Elfman.
1: Let's see. Composer. No, James Horner.
3: Weird. It wasn't It wasn't crazy enough for Elfman. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> oh, I was right, though. Phil Tippett did do some of the stop motion animation.
3: Yeah, the, so, b- the best part of okay. the stop motion. The, if the you
2: scorpion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I think... The visuals were really good in this movie. Did oh not boy. feel that dated.
0: I uh, disagree. <laughs> it felt it. I, th-
3: there was a couple of horrible mats, but uh, like and green screen
0: spill and like yeah.
3: Mm. But it just felt low budget. But not like like if this movie came out today, you'd just be like. Oh, that was a really fucking low budget movie. But, like, not that it was the worst effects I've ever seen.
0: I don't yeah. know. There was some pretty bad stop motion going on in there.
3: The ant was terrible. Well,
0: when they were, there really? were a couple of times where they were climbing up like a stock of some kind. And which didn't make yeah. sense to me is they would intercut with live action footage with stock motion footage. Or not, but stop motion footage. And like, I don't understand why they did that because clearly they built
2: the props. But no, they only built the prop from low down. The top yeah. of it was a miniature. Think of but Jurassic were...
1: Park where they did a lot of mixing of practical puppetry with CG and that looked really great.
0: Right, but they still could have shot the, the shot that they did stop motion with the thing that they built.
2: N- no, because I think the thing they built only went up like just a little bit taller than the actors and the thing. So then you replace the top with the stop motion and you keep
0: the people real. Like you didn't need to stop motion the people, but they made uh like
2: really shitty clay stop motion people that were very obviously clay. I I was going to say like in the defense of the stop motion, this is made at a time where you didn't have an awesome program like Dragon Frame, so these animators literally have no idea how what they're animating looks like. They don't know if it's good until they get it back in film. Wow. So it, it it's yes, Bill Tippett did an awesome job, and the other scenes are not quite as good. But if you have that context, it you know makes it at least. A little bit better. I mean, I thought- Bryce does motion graphics, so imagine if he couldn't see <laughs> what, what, what his previous maybe? frames were. Yeah, well, it's kind of what it's like using
0: After Effects. So. I know it doesn't render, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I, so I, what, I thought the okay. visuals were good. I didn't have any problem. You I weren't having like Sinbad
0: dated. like flashbacks. Like it just kind of reminded me of. Is it that the movie, the one with? They are fighting the stop-motion skeletons. Like, yeah, all the, the motion animation. Wasn't yeah. much better, in my opinion, except for the mm. scorpion.
3: Yeah. Uh, but one thing I forgot was in this movie that uh, we were pretty excited about was the opening sequence, the animated thing.
1: That looked very similar uh, to John Kay
3: animation. Uh, we actually know the person who did that. Really? Oh, yeah. really. Uh, and I forgot that Sue it was... Sue Croyer. Yeah, Sue Croyer. They
2: also did Fern Gully. Can and
0: you ask like, her why sp- the children in the opening aren't the children in the movie, please? Because
2: those were probably, two completely. Let different me once. Let me tell you why it probably is the case is because they probably had to start animating that sequence long before they probably like long before they Yeah, because that I mean, if you think about it, it was minutes that probably took them like a year. Maybe. I don't know. Which I How could understand
0: for the argument for the girl, but I feel like it's clearly a written indecision that the little boy has glasses. <laughs> you know, like, why does he have the glasses?
1: or maybe they just weren't worried about that maybe it was just like in the theme of the concept of the movie
0: honey i keep shrinking yeah, children all the, over the place
3: <laughs> none of the stuff that was in the intro actually was in the movie like that no they didn't get chased by a vacuum or
0: yeah it just confused yeah. me that it wasn't the same children
1: i'm sure you figured it out I'm sure it wasn't that confusing. (laughs) What movie am I I watching?
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. A little bit
3: of surprise animation.
1: That was all.
2: Yeah, Yeah, i completely forgotten about that whole animated sequence in the beginning.
1: So here's a a pop quiz. Which actor... In this movie was also in a Goofy movie.
0: Had a lot of parallels to this movie. I just want to go on a fishing trip with my son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: Yeah, yeah. there was a moment when we see Matt Frewer with a pair of skis and a life preserver jacket on. I'm like, is he going to go camping with Goofy? So, voice actor uh, Frank Welker... I saw his name scroll by, and I recognized him because he did a ton of Scooby-Doo. He's Fred on Scooby-Doo. But he was Bigfoot Ew. in Goofy Movie, and he made I, what oh. I assume was the ant voice noises. Cause <laughs> cool. Because what other voice effects would he have done?
3: That cat that they, they kept putting uh, cat noises on? Yeah, or dog noises.
0: I would assume they would record a cat for that, Brett. <laughs> you would think. <laughs>
3: But, like, it was... So, that, they, they didn't sound like a cat. It sounded like a person going... <laughs> it
0: did not. I'm glad um, you brought up the neighbor, because the whole time, I just wanted him to be played by Jim Carrey.
2: Yes! Oh, my God, yes! We were having that same conversation, yeah. and I actually had to look it up to make sure he wasn't, like, Brad Carrey or whatever, Jim <laughs> right? Carrey's secret brother. <laughs> yeah.
3: And, like I, was like, I was like, Sam, close your eyes. It's Jim Carrey, right? Like, his voice <laughs> totally. and, like, the way he talks everything
1: you want to see something really funny speaking of of matt frewer the the neighbor look up matt frewer on imdb his main picture looks like davy jones from the pirates of the caribbean movies
2: yes he does i looked him up really
1: yeah he's got this ridiculous beard he looks like davy jones
2: yep (laughs) wow
1: he does because it's all like greasy and parted Yeah. yeah yeah
2: So did you know that the mom like he played soup. a voice, played several voices in All Real Monsters? Really? Yeah, wow. and she played a voice or two in Rugrats and like a couple other animated things. And she's oh, also wow.
1: Buffy's mom.
2: Oh, no, no, not that mom. The other mom. But yes, oh. yes, the, the neighbor. neighbor mom. Oh, I was going to say she looked familiar. Yeah, I instantly hated her. And I was like, why do I hate her instantly? And I was like, oh, she's Buffy's mom.
3: So was this movie a prequel to Ant-Man?
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, I haven't seen Ant-Man yet. Oh, well, you we just know, did.
1: <laughs> it's It's got a lot of similarities, especially to the original comic story mm. in in which he finally gets his shrinking machine to work. He immediately falls out the window and encounters ants in the backyard.
0: Well, and mm. just the idea that he's, like, trying... You know, weren't... In the movie, weren't they like, that technology won't work or something? And it was kind of the same. It felt the same when he had that board meeting where they were like, oh, that technology, it's never gonna work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a cliche used for different effect. I mean, this one is like, oh, you're the goofy scientist no one believes, and, and Ant-Man, it was the... You're the frustrated evil scientist whose theories keep getting shit on, but it was yeah the same kind of cliche. We don't believe. But wasn't it?
0: See, I'm talking about the the older the older guy though in Ant Man, because like people wasn't the beginning of the movie. People didn't believe that the Ant Man thing was real. They thought it was just propaganda. Well, I think oh that technology is not real.
1: It was a it was a legend that a lot of people believed, and they thought he did it, but he kept saying no, no, that's ridiculous.
0: Oh, There's, okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say, did you uh, did you guys like the Marty McFly cosplay by Gloria? Gloria.
2: No, Wait, who, which one's Gloria? Gloria
0: was the friend of the neighbors. The wife of the friend of the neighbors who showed up in the the RV. Oh, the RV! She steps out of the car in a full-blown Marty McFly outfit.
1: (laughs) The flip. I was too
3: distracted by like the ridiculous fishing outfits. Yeah,
0: they were pretty over the top. They were straight-up cartoon characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, who talks to their spouse like, "Not now." Yeah. This guy's flying. Would you shut up? I'm talking to somebody.
0: You crazy lady. I
1: also didn't realize until we got into the movie, but um, not Russ, the younger neighbor kid, uh, is uh, Billy from Big, the best friend kid from Big.
0: Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was also the only kid that had smart ideas. Like, he was (laughs) the one that came up with all the ideas. He was like, we could get the ant." And they got the ant. And then he was like, we could use the smoke from,
2: or the fire from the cigarette. Yeah. Like, he was actually the intelligent one.
1: We can in, sleep in the Lego over In brick. the
2: other kid's defense, he had the dog idea, which is what ultimately saved them in the end. Yeah. yeah. The, the glasses kid, because I honestly can't remember any of their names. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't remember. Yeah, the, the,
3: older, the older kid was also distracted because he was like, fucking uh, like a tiny horny little teenager kid he's like I can't focus on anything even though we're in mortal peril because there's
1: a girl here yeah I'm surprised none of you have pointed out that I was in this movie age 10 (laughs) (laughs) you do eat cookies off the ground doing what on the ground I said
3: (laughs) I said you (laughs) I said you do do eat cookies off the ground Uh.
2: I was going to say my my big s- plot gripe is that the inventor father did not try to invent some sort of like thing to help him find his kids. Well, like, he kind of did. did.
1: He whipped up that eh. harness super quick, helmets yeah, with magnifying but, like, glasses.
2: Like he knew the kids would be coming to the house and what was his plan when they got to the house? He didn't have a plan. Like, why didn't he make yeah. him a cool little platform? Like, kids, stand here so I don't fucking eat you for breakfast. Like
0: <laughs> So Seriously. I can see. Or like some sort of magno- megaphone thing. That's yeah. true. I that just So you, makes the, you know the
3: staying power of this movie is I ca- already can't remember how that kid got in the cereal. How did he get in there?
2: The dog, the dog shook dog. him off. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know the whole movie I was racking my brain with If I knew the kids were in the backyard How could I communicate with them And I could yeah. not think of anything
2: I don't know I would have put like Maybe like oh a string of Christmas lights Like string it across the yard As like a roadway Or something Yeah for actually them like, if you
0: lit it up during the night yeah. That would be really smart Or like despite Him like being really like Oh don't step on the grass Like Hey bro like you could still step on them with those you know I thought crutches. Crutches. I told yeah yeah I like, told Brett or like the wife like dropping him down I was like are yeah. you guys really like
2: concerned <laughs> <laughs> are you really worried about your children yeah. The, the crutches are. thing is really bad because he's putting his whole weight on a tiny little thing. Yeah. So yes, yes, he's minimizing the chance of him actually stepping on the kids. But if he did, all of his weight would be on that little point, and they would just flatten him. Like his weight is more evenly dispersed with the shoe. Yeah. Which I think is. A little I worry bit that better.
1: sometimes you guys think a little too hard about the science <laughs> in these things.
0: Says the guy so, who didn't like the science. In gravity.
3: Are you uh, are you then going to completely ignore the uh, the giant jizz rain?
0: Oh. Like
3: the thick, viscous... No, that r-
0: made sense, though. Yeah. Because if you're smaller, it would be more viscous. That makes sense. Yeah. I,
3: d- is it more viscous because you're smaller, or is it just big? Well,
0: no, it's no, more viscous because try- the molecules are bigger, because you're
2: smaller.
3: It, it, I, and it I would guess, appear but,
2: slower to them because they can see... More details in how it moves, so that's why they made it viscous. But I don't know if
3: they were smaller enough for uh, like to to, for molecules to come into play. Well, clearly
0: their like measuring of how small they were was like all over the fucking place because at one point they said they were an inch, and then he's like floating in the middle of a Cheerio, and he's like a fourth of the size of a Cheerio, which is like. Half an inch, so I
3: well, he said they were a quarter of an inch tall when they were in the attic.
0: But then, when they were in the grass, in when they were in the grass, the kid with glasses was like, If we're an inch tall, then it's about three miles to the house, but then the dad. But then the dad was like, "It's four. It's ten miles for them." So like the numbers yeah. were all over the place. He said it was a quarter
3: a quarter of an inch, and his math just sucked. Because I was like, "That's not how that works out. It's only two miles." Because I did the math. How you could did you math? do the math? How could you? Said, you
0: would have to know how big their yard is. That's impossible. He, he said
3: he said they were a quarter inch tall, and then oh, 64 God. feet to the house. And those kid, that little kid's probably only like f- four feet tall. So that's 2,000-something.
2: Two, did you do what, the math?
3: Basically, yeah, I did. It was, <laughs> it, was two, it was two
1: miles. It was 10,000 feet.
2: I want you to check that math on my graphic calculator.
1: Yeah, and just for the fact that every three in Brett's mind is actually three and a half
3: for everybody
1: else. <laughs> 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 so it might have been 10
3: miles.
2: Uh, uh, so my biggest gripe about this movie, and you guys may or may not agree... Is just the like overall look and like art direction of the film. I thought it was like really hideous. Like so ugly. Everything's like spiky. I could see what you mean. It's not like a fun, cool environment that I want to like shrink down into. Except for the mudslide. But it was meant to be a
1: frightening experience. Like lost in the jungle.
2: And it's ugly. (laughs)
1: I didn't feel that at all. I felt like fascination with how, you know, oh, this is how this would look. And it felt very nature-y.
3: See, remember in the last movie we watched, uh, Hook, Hook, and you were like, I wish there was this movie, but then they cut out that part where they're, they're in Neverland. Yeah. I feel like that was how I was with this one, where I was like, I really liked the setup. And then I just wish they cut out the whole part where they were in the yard, which is the rest mm. of the movie. <laughs> well, I why wish I there was more to that. it.
0: Like, I wish that they... The yard is cool, but I wish that wasn't, like, the whole movie, you know? Like, I wish that they got into the house, and then they had to deal with mm. stuff in the house. and.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Like, near the end, I was like, they're still in the yard. Like, doesn't other stuff happen? And yeah, Sam's like, no, on there's the only ten minutes hand. left.
1: I really didn't feel like Rick Moranis got interesting or funny until he started building contraptions to try and That's find true. the kids. Yeah, yeah, and they put his
3: face on the box art it says Rick Moranis in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but like he's not really the biggest part of the movie or even like half of the biggest
0: part of the movie. Yeah, I wish there were more like, I wish he invented more interesting things to try to, you know, he could have invented some sort of suction thing to like maybe suck them out of the grass or something. (laughs) That sounds horrifying.
2: I don't know like a a
3: vacuum. He wanted him to take a vacuum to the grass.
2: (laughs) he should have built them like like a road or a pathway into the house with like christmas lights and like oh yeah because that would help at
0: night the christmas lights yeah. definitely
2: yeah yeah or he was- could have put
0: food out for them what the hell
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Of eating an old rotten cookie mm, yeah i i was old. racking my brain the entire time trying to think if i was in that situation how could i possibly communicate with them and could not come up with any idea it did kind of bother me that there's that one part where he's, you know, flying around in the yard and then somehow gets catapulted into the neighbor's pool. And then it's like, cut, end of scene. We never, I really
0: wanted to see the rest of that.
1: Yeah, like, like we never addressed the fact that he just flew across this fence and landed in their not pool.
0: That's <laughs> because it, was it wasn't really Mike Rick Moranis, it was, it was Mick Moranis, his stunt double.
1: Yeah, it turns out that these houses were on the other side of the fence from the Home Alone house.
0: (laughs) Kids are just going missing all over the place in this neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those cops were very unconvincing, too. They're like, oh, your wife just fainted and there's four kids missing. We'll see you later.
2: Like, what? Everything's totally cool here. Yeah. Let's see anything out of the ordinary.
1: And even when they were trying to be helpful, they were like, all right, we'll let you know if we find anything, bye. Like, that's not yeah. the proper procedure for missing people.
0: I was just going to say, I do wish that they, like, you know, got to the house and some of those hijinks happened in the house. Um, You know, I feel like it could have been... The, I do agree with you, Brett, that the yard thing went on very long, and it could have been interesting to see, like, what happens when
2: they're in the house and what challenges do they face there? And, you know, I think... I think in the second one they are in the house more.
3: Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Rick Moranis shrinks himself, and then the whole movie is about Rick Moranis, isn't it? Which like seems like they, they they made this movie, and then they were like, you know what, that was good, but like we need more Rick Moranis. Let's do another one yeah. where it's just him the whole time.
2: Yeah, and we totally agree. And that
3: sounds like an awesome idea. You know, I Moranis.
0: I didn't feel the same way that you did, Sam, but I totally see uh-huh. your point. You know, yeah. like I definitely like that is the reason why I don't like Ren and Stimpy is because <gasps> like Ren and Stimpy would be like really gross in my opinion. Yeah. Which is also why like I didn't it, really dig the opening yes. animation sequence. Like personally. all the close
3: ups that Ren and Stimpy does with like the gross face. Yeah. Oh, and God. they the did butts. it in
0: the beginning of this movie too, like when she shrunk down and was on the dog and it's like, oh God, it's just so gross. Does it have to be gross? Um but my bigger problem was the fact that the parents were supposedly fighting and I never once felt like they were fighting
2: not once like I think it's at all I was really confused on that because sometimes I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, they're like going through a divorce, and other times I'm like, wait, was she just on a work vacation? Like- yeah, they
0: seem totally fine. Like they're supposed supposedly had a fight last night, and then she walks up and like they're both like totally cordial and not passive aggressive with each other and like totally fine, and it's like. This is not how this would happen. <laughs> this yeah, is, and
3: those neighbors had worse...
0: Yeah, and it seems like a missed opportunity because there could have been a more fleshed-out story arc for those characters, you know, if it's like they were fighting and having troubles and then by the end of the film, they've come together to help search for their children and that restored their relationship. Like, but it just, And I don't want to call
3: having a story arc a lofty goal, but for this movie... It might have been.
1: <laughs> we did have a heart-wrenching monster fight. Yeah, it was kind of like one style, one tone, just yard jungle adventure. Yeah, and they had a lot
3: of similar adventures in the yard, like the scorpion and the ant, and like that old parable. It, it didn't grow, and it didn't. It didn't really like grow their characters or like extend the adventure ex- in any way, except make it longer.
0: Do they yeah. do yeah. they do more house stuff in the sequels?
2: Yeah, totally.
3: Yeah, I mean the I think the second one has the super cool uh, Hot Wheels thing, and then the baby one—they're not in a house because it's a giant baby. But
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like Godzilla, <laughs> but a baby. Oh man! I think he literally like cries, and everyone's like, "My ears."
3: And yet, Uh, for some reason, after the second one, the city still lets Rick Moranis keep his stupid drink (laughs) (laughs) base.
2: Or keep having kids. Good Lord. You
1: are exiled from this town.
2: Why are you still having children? Did anybody else
0: catch... um, There were, like, so many other movie quotes in this movie. I... Yeah, like, I kind of stopped after a while catching them, but there were, I caught at least three, and I don't remember the first two, but the one I caught was the, put your, well, I definitely.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ash. Go ahead.
0: They happened, I just didn't want to rewind and write them down, but, um. Because by the time the third one rolled around, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But the put your lips together and blow is like from a classic movie. And the line she said was like straight out of the film. The movie is called To Have and Have Not from 1944. But Hmm. it's just like it was like, did the screenwriters get lazy or were they just like, this is funny. Let's just quote some movies.
3: I mean it d- does it make the conversation more realistic when they when it's just battered with movie quotes cuz I mean if you think about any conversation that that we have outside of this podcast like every other sentence is a quote from a movie or something
1: <laughs> so you know I I like that this movie had sort of light stakes it was sort of light and fluffy it didn't have like this giant you know, sort of super stressful battle scene at the end. But it it bugged me a little bit. Like, I guess the big climactic ending is that they finally get the machine working. And, you know, they blow up one apple and then they blow up another apple. And then they figure out, oh, here's probably the problem. Let me fix that problem. And we'll just test it on an actual human.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. secretly wanted his neighbor to die and he was really hoping or the, Ray the neighbor would work secretly yet. wanted to die. Yeah, he volunteered. Like, <laughs> I am
0: so sick of these kids
2: and this goddamn
0: wife who won't shut up all the time. I'm just going to kill myself.
3: And that's how the rest of the family died and then Buffy. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: That's how oh. Buffy's father oh. died. Okay.
3: He was shrunk by Rick Moranis.
0: The the neighbor dad did have More of a character arc, though, than Rick Moranis did. Yeah, He, like, actually grew and was like, I'll put myself in danger to, like, help my children, as opposed to Rick Moranis was kind of a bumbling, like, idiot slash genius the whole time.
1: (laughs) Which generally I'm okay with. You know, it really was a story about the kids, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but like we were saying, it's Rick Moranis' name on the movie, and his face on the box art like he should be the main character and have some growth but yeah. in the end he was just he, he kind of had the same importance to this story as he did in Ghostbusters you know he was very funny he was very fun but it was a story about other people
2: and that was something that I felt was kind of missing <laughs> from this movie was like the character growth or the, the totally the ghosts. The ghosts. <laughs>
0: I really well, missed the ghost. Sure. For me, it was Sigourney Weaver. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I totally agree, though. Yeah, like, I feel like it was such a missed opportunity, you know, with the parents. Like, they set up that they're having a fight, but it never feels like they're actually ha- in a fight at all. And then, like, yeah. you know, you could have had character growth there and character story where, like, they're in a fight and having a conflict, and then they come together to, like... um You know, find their children, and by the end, they've like resolved their relationship problems, and they're a happy family, or whatever Hollywood bullshit. But like, yeah. But I
1: think that was there. It just wasn't really done properly. It wasn't fully fleshed out.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, we never felt
1: like they (laughs) had any real conflict. No. So what, what are our, our final feelings here? I mean, you, you brought this to the table, Brett. What do you think coming out of this? Well, when I was
3: renting this movie, it had three stars on Amazon and I was like, oh, that seems a little low. And now I don't think that <laughs> <laughs> this is about a three star movie. I think that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Um, it was like, ju- just you know, like I rate our beers uh, on the beer show, let's drink, uh, This was just above the enjoyment threshold. Like it was fun to watch, but like I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, it could have been so much better, because I really don't think it could have been so much better. I think it just is what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking, unlike batteries not included, at least they didn't try to stretch this out longer. You know, because it would have been really bad if they tried to stretch it out any longer.
3: I feel like the yard thing went on like one scene too long. Like they needed to cut out one of their yard adventures, like the rain or the ant or the scorpion or the cookie or the lawnmower Who the fuck says, or the.
0: Let's eat a cookie that's been in the backyard for I don't know
2: how long. Gross.
1: <laughs> Seriously. So, what did you think, Sam?
2: Uh, so it was a lot more enjoyable now as an adult than it was when I was a kid. I kind of feel like the movie as a whole is a bit gimmicky. Like, we're small and these things are big. Ha 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 ha. And then we swear there's a plot in there somewhere, maybe. Um, I'm still not a fan of, like, the weird dystopian, like, art direction of the film. (laughs) Dystopian. (laughs) (laughs) Dystopian Gumby hell.
1: Post-apocalyptic backyard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I just didn't like how, like, I didn't like the color of everything. It was really muddy and, like, gross looking. And everything was really pointy and sharp and just, like, not super well composed. It was kind of messy, the backgrounds, like... Yeah, there's the
0: point when they have like the pollen on their shirts, and it's like perfectly oh, yeah. evenly displaced, and it just looks so obviously stuck mm-hmm. on. And I do, I do see your point there. Yeah, yeah I and, see and,
1: your point, but I kind of like that it was, you know, this this stark realism of like this is how it would be in the backyard, and it would be really kind of gross and dirty and not fun.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I guess it it didn't look like how. I think it would look in real life, and it looked mm. like very stylized, and it
0: like a red and Stimpy version.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I just like a, I don't know. And it didn't help that like as a kid, I knew everything was plastic. Like oh. I could just see like it yeah. was fake, and I didn't like the textures of it.
1: Hmm. Oh no, I kind of liked that it was light. It wasn't. It didn't have like, I don't know, crazy. Like every movie you see, it's supposed to be the most important thing that ever has or ever will happen. I like the the lightness of yeah. it.
2: It's the um, it's the candy fluff versus the meat and potatoes, and this yeah. falls into the candy fluff.
1: <laughs> Nick likes his
3: movies like he likes his breakfast eggs, light and fluffy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I I prefer uh, the cream filling from cookies that have been in the yard for God knows how long.
2: Yeah, uh, so gross. <laughs> So yeah, that good. kid is really bad at cleaning up after himself.
3: I'm surprised the dog hadn't eaten it.
2: Yeah. Mm. The dog's like, or, no, or peed on no, it. thank you. Yeah. Uh,
1: you so don't know what's happened to that cookie. <laughs> that's
2: true. What if that one rogue ant is just like defective and there's a reason why all the other ants aren't eating that cookie and he's the mm. only one?
1: Oh, it's one of those ants with the brain parasites that makes the
2: ant yeah. kill itself. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh god! Mm, the fungus. From Last thing. of Us.
0: Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go with Brett's whole let's drink rating system, and I'm gonna say it was just at the enjoyment threshold. It was okay. Uh, I didn't like it that much. I think I remember liking it more when I was a kid. Um, I, for me, the more interesting part was actually the backyard stuff. But, you know, I think it did. It could have been interesting if they did more. Like, they even set up the fact that the neighbors were going on a camping trip. Like, what if they somehow fell in a bag and they went on the camping trip or something? You know, that could have been (laughs) more interesting. Never get back. I know. Um, That would, I mean, that raised the stakes,
2: right? Uh, I don't know. It would.
1: I think maybe what you guys want. Wasn't there a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids cartoon series?
2: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there was, was.
1: Maybe that's what totally. you want, where you get to see them Were in all these different just, situations.
0: Where he just like shrank them over and over again? How do <laughs> yeah. you fuck up that many Every times? Every single week.
1: Stop <laughs> um, shrinking the children.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> this has become a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was okay. Um, not my favorite, but yeah. it was okay.
1: Yeah, I think... I agree. Strangely enough, I think I enjoyed this movie a lot more than you guys.
0: That's not that strange.
1: <laughs> Weirdo.
0: <laughs>
1: not, not the best movie in the world, but yeah, I, I thought the visuals were better than I anticipated. All the practical stuff was great. And once we did get to the funny Rick Moran stuff, I thought that was fun. And I thought Matt Frewer was actually really funny the The neighbor dad,
3: Jim Carrey. You know. Yeah, he actually he actually had some good stuff. I think he had weirdly more f- good scenes than uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah, it felt like they were more like the main characters than than the actual family.
1: The kids were the main characters, I think. But it even the kids,
0: journey. even the kids from the main family, didn't have much depth to them compared to the other kids, who were like actually struggling with like shit and like actually showed character growth.
2: That's true. The one guy, his dad was trying to force him into sports and he didn't want to be. The other kid, like, really wanted to bond with his dad, but his dad only cared about the older brother. And and he was kind of an
0: asshole. And then towards the end, he was, like, cooler, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the
3: main family, they were just there to be, like, plot devices. I mean, that one girl's biggest problem was that she was too popular. It's a bummer. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I enjoyed it. Not the best movie ever, but I think it's, you know, probably as much as I enjoyed it when I was a kid. It's pretty good. So what do you think, Bryce? So
3: I agree with Brett's rating. I think this gets about a, a three. It gets a, a solid meh. <laughs> a solid meh? See, I think a
0: three is higher than a meh. I would say two two really? two and a half is a meh.
3: Okay, 2.5, a solid meh.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Ash. You just made him lower his bar. I did. That's what I'm here for, lowering your bar.
1: (laughs) So thanks for joining us for another episode of the Lowering Your Expectations podcast, where every week we take your expectations and we drop them down a few notches.
3: Yeah, and if you like the show, this is part of the Laugh Stash TV network. It's this podcast and a YouTube channel by the same name. Uh, We've got video game parodies, a drinking show called Let's Drink, where me and Ash get super drunk with guests. Uh, We've got a cooking show and uh, some more things. (laughs) Other things.
1: Ooh, I love other things.
0: Yeah, So make sure you subscribe on YouTube and it's Laugh Stash TV. And then you can also follow us on Twitter at Laugh Stash TV. And you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch. And if you have movie suggestions, please tweet them at us. We always appreciate you tweeting your movie suggestions and tweeting at us. Let us know what you think of the show. We love hearing from you guys. In fact, I was just telling everybody that about... Once a day ish, somebody tweets at us and tells us how they enjoy the show. So thanks, guys. We appreciate that.
2: Yeah. And if you liked the show, it would be super awesome and helpful if you went ahead and gave us ideally a positive review (laughs) on either iTunes, um, Google Play Music. Stitcher or leave us a comment on Libsyn.
1: And remember we do this every two weeks on Friday so uh, make sure your subscription is all up to date and we'll see you again in another two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch.
3: Yeah next time we'll be watching The Killer Condom. (laughs) Oh Oh God. (laughs) It's the rubber that rubs you out.
0: Oh Oh God. (laughs) God.